Now on to the report. Welcome back to Reborn Report. I'm DJ Pfeiffer. And I'm Don Pfeiffer. And today we're talking about grace and faith. Well, DJ, we talked about last week and the last few podcasts, matter of fact, of, is God real? Right. Is the Bible true? Yeah. And it's that information, we also talked about evolution versus creation. Yeah. All those podcasts, previous podcasts, we laid down the foundation to why we believe the way we believe. And it was a lot of information. A lot of science, too. Yeah. And uh, hopefully that helps people that have questions about God being real and the Bible being true. And I think we established all that. And because of that, it leads us to this today. Um, I know we talked about doing a lighter topic today. Right. And we're, we're going to do that in the second half. Right. The first half, we're going to do our normal... Bible stuff. Yeah, Bible study kind of sermon. And in the second half, we're going to do something that's a little more fun. Okay, well, we'll get to that in a moment. You're but not going to explain what it is no, yet? But all right, we'll leave it make, for suspense. Leave them hanging. Yeah, all right. I like it. Uh, well, DJ, how do we receive from God? I mean, I know we, we have the hope of heaven, right? Mm-hmm. Our eternal destination is heaven, and, and that's a big deal. But yet, how do we receive and can we receive from God for this life, for our everyday life? How do we get from God? How do we receive from God? Are you actually asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. You're a young person, a college person. I mean, what do you think most people, how how they respond? I mean, do they just pray and hope that God does something for them? Well, I'd say that's probably what most people do, but my answer would probably be faith in knowing what God's will is for you. How would you know what God's will is? I mean, reading the Bible. There you go. I think that's the answer, right? Yeah. Well, in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, it gives us a good understanding of what we're talking about. You want to read that? Sure. It says, for by grace you are saved through faith, and that's not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not from of works that any man should boast. Exactly. We are saved by God's grace— through our faith. Hmm. You know, the greatest thing that God can do for us is salvation. Uh, no, no denying that. Right, of course. But then if that's true, why wouldn't everything else we receive, that we can receive from God for here and now, for this life, come to us in the same way? You know, notice what that verse says that we aren't saved only by grace, nor only by faith. Mm. I think it's real important that we understand this point. While it's true that God has done so much for us by grace, DJ, it's amazing what God's grace has done. But for us to receive what he has already done, there must be a response on our part. Yeah. We have something to do with it. And that's what the Bible calls faith. You mentioned it. There has to be a combination of grace, God's part, and faith, our part, 
in order for us to receive from God for our lives today. Makes and sense. when we get an understanding of how that works, then it's like opening that valve and blessings start pouring out. Well, I know. Life. I remember you saying that um, getting blessings from God is like uh, a cable company. You remember that? You used to say that? Yeah. You said that um, the cable company is always sending cable to your cable box, but the issue is at the cable box, and that's why you're not receiving what you're watching on TV. Right. If you don't have it set to the right station or programmed to the right thing, the, the message is there, but you aren't receiving it on your TV. And God's always sending us blessings, but we're not receiving them. Exactly. Our issues. Because of our lack of understanding of his word and how to apply it. Right. Today, what are we drinking, DJ? We're oh, not. God. Let's talk about that. We're not drinking that San Francisco Bay. Is that what it was called? Yeah, San Francisco Bay French Rose. I kind of missed that. I mean, we didn't get a sponsorship, so we moved on. Yeah, we moved on. Today, what are we drinking? We're drinking uh, Arizona blueberry green tea. It's good. <laughs> and it's good for you. It's got a lot of antioxidants in it. Green tea is good for you anyway. And it's got blueberry in it. Not very many carbs. It, no sugar. No sugar. Very little sugar. Very little calories. Good for you. Try it. Try it sometime. Arizona, it's a new flavor. I think we've never seen it before. I've never had it. Arizona, blueberry green, blueberry green tea. Right now we're gonna get an Arizona sponsorship. <laughs> well, we named our, one of our dogs AZ after Arizona, Arizona tea. tea. That's right, we did. <laughs> okay, where were we? <laughs> well, I think grace is what God has done for you and he's done it before you ever existed. You try to wrap your head around that. It's tough. I mean, really what grace is, is it's the unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor of God. Right. That's how much he loves us. And if grace alone could save people, then every person would be saved. But we know that's not true because we got scripture for that. And yet still, God's grace... And we see people dying lost every day. Exactly. People that don't believe in God. Right. And yet, DJ, still, God's grace is the same towards everyone. And it's not based on what you do or what you think. It's not even tied to that. The truth of the matter is, God, by grace has already provided salvation to every person on the face of this earth. Now, that's a radical statement. Yeah, I'll say it again. God, by grace, has already provided salvation to every person on the face of this earth. I think this is something that's really commonly misunderstood. DJ, the Bible backs up what I said, and it's just not my opinion, can you read Titus 2.11? Sure. Titus 2.11 says, For the grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people. There you go. A lot of people today believe that it's their performance that earns them the favor to get the power of God operating in their life. But the problem is, the moment you begin relating God's blessings to anything you've done, you've just avoided grace. Hmm. You've, you've avoided it because you're basing it on your merit, what you deserve, 
what you've done. Right. You've made God's blessings in your life proportional to something you have done. And that's just not in agreement with what we just read in Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, is it? No. It's really inconsistent theology to think that, right? That's right. So it's important for us to understand that God, by grace, has already provided everything before you, everything for you and me. Before we ever needed it, he provided it. Jesus died for every sinner that has ever walked and lived on this earth, and he died for our sins, DJ, over 2,000 years ago, long before we ever committed them. So what you're telling me is before we were ever even born, our sins were forgiven. That's right. I mean, that's a hard concept to wrap your head around, but that's what the Bible says. Before we ever committed a sin, God forgave them. Now, honestly... Sin began way back with Adam and Eve. Right. But today, now, sin is actually a non-issue with God because Jesus paid the price for it on that cross. Hmm. He took our sin and gave us his righteousness, the Bible says. But I think this message is not really presented that clearly in churches today. Now, churches often preach that every time you sin, it's an offense against God. They say that you have to get that sin forgiven before God can do something for you, before you can find favor with God in your life. But that theology is not consistent with the Scriptures. The Bible reveals that your sins are already forgiven. Really, what you really have to do is believe in the gospel, and what Jesus did on the cross for you. Hmm. And for every other person in the world, for that matter. Yeah. Now, someone might say this. If that's true, then everybody would be saved, right? No. And here's why. Because grace alone does not save. We're saved by grace through faith. Faith, the scripture says. God, by grace, has made the provision and paid for everyone's sin. That's true. Today, people aren't going to hell for sexual immorality, for lying or stealing, anything, other kinds of sins, as all these kinds of sins have been paid for by the blood of Jesus on the cross. Right. But the sin that's going to send people to the grave, to, the, to hell, is the sin of rejecting Jesus as your Lord and Savior of your life. Yep. Uh, it says so. It's not my opinion. John 16, I believe it's verse 8 and 9. You want to read that, DJ? Yep. It says, And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. There you go. The sin that's going to send people to hell is the sin of rejecting Jesus as your Savior, right? Yep. Today's church has kind of misrepresented this a little bit by saying that God is mad at you every time you lie or cheat or steal. Yeah. 
that he's upset with you if you don't study his word long enough right. or pray long enough, if you don't do this or if you don't do that. All this kind of preaching does is make us sin conscious. It magnifies sin. But the truth is, Jesus has already paid for all those sins. Really, the most important issue is, do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, if you do, then all your sins, past, present, and future, they're already forgiven, like we said. <laughs> exactly. Sin has already been dealt with by God's grace. And here's a radical truth. It isn't dependent on whether you ask him to forgive you or not. Now, you want to ask for forgiveness. There's nothing wrong with that. But grace isn't a matter of that. Grace is unmerited, undeserved. Right. It isn't dependent on whether or not you ask him to forgive you or not. It has nothing to do with your good works. Exactly. I have a saying, God's, we're saved by the old rugged cross, not by the red cross. <laughs> you know, good deeds. God provided salvation for the entire human race as we already stated in Titus 2.11, every person who has done even horrible, terrific, terrible, horrible things, Jesus still loves them. He died for them and paid the price for their sins, exactly the same as he does for the people who have received him, who do love him and seek him. Don't ever think that you're not good enough. Don't ever think that you don't deserve it. Well, the fact is that the grace of God is the exact same towards everybody, it's towards us all. It's identical Yeah, for everybody. Doesn't matter what you've done. Here's another fact, DJ, that I think sometimes people don't understand. By that same grace, God has already provided healing for everybody. Right. It's God's will for everyone to be healed of anything at any time. I firmly believe that. That's scriptural. And I believe this, too, is very misunderstood. It's really common to hear people say, well, why did God heal them and, or that person, and he hasn't healed me? Mm. I go to church. I pray. Right. I believe. You see, the moment you start thinking and acting like that, you start factoring in your own performance. Have I prayed long enough? Maybe I've sinned and have to get the sin out of my life first. I have to do this, or I haven't done enough of that. And then you reason, well, that's why God hasn't healed me, I guess. That sounds all too familiar, but... Yeah, and we've all done it. <laughs> and it's a common way of thinking, but it's totally wrong, inconsistent theology. Really, what you are doing is heaping condemnation on yourself right. when you think that, when you do that. Read Romans 8.1. It says, So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. What is condemnation? Why would we have it? Because of sin. I mean, when, you, when you're under condemnation, you're under conviction of wrongdoing. Of sin. Sin. But if Jesus took your sin... You shouldn't have condemnation. You shouldn't have condemnation. Right. So we think wrong. And if you think wrong, then you act wrong, then you talk wrong. And that shuts that valve off that pipeline of blessing, 
or it shuts down your cable box. You, you turn the cable box on the wrong channel. It's supposed to be on channel three, and you got to set to channel two, and you just get a fuzzy picture. You don't get the reception, right? Cable boxes don't really work like that anymore. <laughs> well, they used to. <laughs> you see, one thing you can count on for sure is God is consistent. And if he's consistent, then his grace is also consistent. He's the same towards everybody. I love what it says in Romans 2.11, especially in my translation of my Bible. It says um, 2.11, for God does not show favoritism. No. So simple. He doesn't love or provide more for one person than he does for another. Right. Everybody, he treats everyone the same. The fact that God has forgiven the sins of the entire human race does not mean that everybody's saved because not everybody is willing or puts faith in what God has provided by grace. There's the difference. We have to do our part. We have to be receptive. Like we said, God didn't create a puppet on a string. Yeah, that's right. He wants us to respond to him in faith. And a matter of fact, it says in Hebrews, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Well, we need to see and understand how great God's love for us is. That's amazing, isn't it, TJ? Yeah. It truly is. Before you ever have gotten discouraged at any time, God already had prov provided a blessing for you. Whether you received it or not, that's not up to him. The blessing was there. Yeah. He already provided the answer before you ever had any kind of a problem. <laughs> that's an amazing fact. Yeah. Uh, that's how awesome he is. Praise God. If we can get a hold of this kind of thinking and this understanding, this Bible truth, that he has anticipated every need we ever could have and has already met all those needs through Christ Jesus, our faith, our joy, our peace would go through the roof. Oh, no doubt. I think it gives us a good demonstration, example of this in Philippians 4.7. You want to read that, DJ? Yep, it says... Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. There you go. There it is. Well, and it says, then you will experience. The verse before that, Philippians 4, 6, says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has already done. Already done. Yeah. See, he's already met your needs. He just wants us to acknowledge him. That's all he wants. Yep. That, that's the difference be, between receiving from God or going without. Jesus is how God provided everything for us, and that happened over 2,000 years ago. Jesus hasn't died for a single person's sin since, hmm. and he hasn't healed a single person since he took those stripes on his back at the whipping post before he went to the cross. Right. Salvation, healing, and deliverance from anything, whether it be drugs or uh, fear or alcohol, has already been provided for you. It really has. You just have to believe it. Grab a hold of the scripture. Get to know that it's true. Yep. And when you understand that this has already been provided by God through grace— it then can get a hold of you. It becomes, it becomes real to you, and it can manifest in your daily life. 
And as you learn to mix your faith with the word of God, then you'll see his blessings. Hmm. We are saved by grace through faith, not by one or the other, and that not of any good works that any man should boast. Right? Ephesians. Yeah, we talked about that. And that's how we receive all God's blessings for our lives. A good, solid understanding of these fundamental truths will make a huge difference in whether you receive from God or just go without, even as a Christian. Faith is the way we appropriate and receive what God has already provided by grace. But DJ, still there's many people in churches today that say that it's totally up to God, and they just keep waiting for God to do something for them. They keep praying for healing and not understanding that they have a part to play in it. Yeah, and on the other hand, there are many people that say you have to constantly pray and study the Bible and you have to do this, and you can't do that. And it's to such a degree that they think their works make God move on their behalf. They see their faith as like a pry bar that's exactly. twisting God's arm into doing what they need. Yeah, and that's just not the way it works. You, you'll get nowhere with God doing that. Again, inconsistent theology. That's not what the Scripture says. Exactly. In truth, there has to be the appropriate balance between grace, God's part, in faith, our part, that is what allows the cable box of life to work <laughs> and the blessings to flow. The pipeline of blessings. That's right. Well, next week we want to expand on this a little bit and talk about the sovereignty of God. Is God sovereign? I don't even know what that means. Well, we're going we're gonna to look into that. What does it even mean, God is sovereign? I'm excited to talk about it because yeah, I'm, I'm confused about well, it. Stay tuned to next week because I think it's going to be a really interesting topic. Well, we promised a little lighter subject. We've, we've talked about some really serious uh, topics and some really serious matters. But, DJ, you brought up you wanted to do what? Well, to finish off this podcast, we're going to be talking about our favorite, top five favorite movies. Do we still have time? Do we still have time to yeah, do we this? Yeah, we have okay. enough time. Top five movies? Top five favorite movies. Your top five versus my top five? We have not compared lists. And okay. you know, I was thinking about it. You said you wanted to keep this a surprise. Yeah. Well, people are going to see this in the title, so it's not going to be that big of a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, I got my list. You got yours? Yeah. Okay. We have not seen each other's lists at all. Well, I have an honor. Can I go first? The yeah, old, sure. The eldest goes first. Okay. I have an honorable mention. I have five. Five honorable? <laughs> well, come on, then that's top ten. Yeah, All I right. do have a top ten. My honorable mention is an old western Oh God! by Clint Eastwood. Now, how can you not like Clint Eastwood? Here we go. The Outlaw Josie Wales. <laughs> He's tried to make me watch this movie like 12 times, and I fall it's asleep in it every movie. time. you you got to get into it. It's like 17 hours long. <laughs> Uh, Clint Eastwood is awesome in that movie. I swear, the first time I watched it, I fell asleep about an hour in. No. I woke up, and it was still going. Wait a minute. And then I fell asleep again, and I woke up, and it was still going. There's some really funny lines in that movie. you got to watch it all the way through. All right. I like it when those two gu- those two guys try to catch Josie Wales. They try to catch him. Yeah. I'm not even going to try to say the part. No, My brother he, Jeff can do it, really. He's got those lines. What's he say? I can't remember. But Doesn't he say, like, you be the, you be the Josie Wales? Yeah. yeah. 
and they talk <laughs> about how fast he is and sly as a snake and they got their guns on him. All it's right, really you want to hear my honorable mentions? Okay. Number 10. Oh, come on. This is going to take forever. No, I'm not going to go into detail. Okay. The Truman Show. If, I don't think you've seen that. I've have never you? even heard of it. It's got Jim Carrey in it. It's a good movie. Check it out. Okay. Number nine, School of Rock. Oh, yeah. I like that. With Jack Black. Jack Black, yeah. Number eight, The Shining. It's my favorite horror movie. That's a weird movie. I love you it. You know, that's, The Shining is also kind of like Hannibal Lecter. What's that? Silence of the Lambs. I've those, never seen that movie. Those two, you've never seen Silence no, of the Lambs? No. Those two movies are kind of weird and <laughs> shady to me. All right, number seven, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, that's a great movie. I didn't think about that one. I love I, that movie. Yeah, Jim Carrey's performance in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's he doing? Am I just eating because I'm bored? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's chomping, chomping on, on the glass. glass. <laughs> Am I just eating because I'm bored? That's my favorite line in that yeah, movie. Yeah, that's a great movie. Number six, The Longest Yard. Oh, yeah. The The... Adam Sandler version. Not the There's another version. one I kind of like, another football movie called The Replacements. I've never seen that movie either. That's about when they go on strike and they Yeah, have but to... you remember The Longest Yard? Yeah. There's a lot of funny lines in that yeah, movie. Yeah, that is a good movie. All right, you want to start with your number five? All right, my number five is a tie. Oh, gosh. There's two movies. They had sequels, but it's the first one of each that I really liked. Okay. The first one is Alien with Sigourney Weaver. Have okay. you seen that movie? Yeah. Thing pops off. <laughs> that was scary. And I can't believe that was one of your top five favorite. Yeah, movies. I like that movie. And this, well, it just maybe it's because I was younger, and when it came out, and it was it was scary. It's a pretty cool movie. I like it. And the second one, like that, on the same wavelength as that. Don't is say Predator. The first Jaws. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But now I watch that movie, and that that great white is so mechanical. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a, a toy coming down. The, uh, yeah. But it's cool. That that movie was scary, too. Those both movies are so scary. I like them both. Jaws is a good movie. Yeah. All right. You want to hear do my do number do five? Do, 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 do. Who doesn't know that? Do, 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 do. That, it's a classic. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. So for mine, I wrote down like the, like the main cast members. This is your number five? Yeah. I wrote down okay. the main cast members for each one of my top five in the okay. synopsis. Uh -huh. Apparently, dad doesn't even know what synopsis is. I asked him if he wrote down the synopsis, and he said, what's a synopsis? Yeah. Big words. I didn't go to college. <laughs> All right. So my first number five is 50 First Dates. Stupid. You, haven't you seen that movie? No, I never have. With Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore? Oh, yeah. I have seen that. Let me read you the synopsis. Okay. Vet Henry sets his heart on romancing Lucy, but she has short-term memory loss and can't remember the previous I day. I remember. So every morning, Henry has to woo her again. Her friends and family are very protective, and Henry must convince them that he's in it for love. I'd seen that movie not too long ago, too. It's such a good movie. Yeah, I remember I can that. watch that movie over and over. We'll have to watch it again. I remember it. that. All right. My you know what my favorite part about that movie what? is, though? What? Um, what's Adam Sandler's friend's name? The guy that's in all his movies? I forget. You know who I'm talking about, though, right? The guy yeah. that says, like, you can do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he, his part in that movie is so funny. He's just, like, plays like an idiot. And he, he's so yeah. funny in that movie. We should watch that again. All right. What's your number four? My number four movie, and it's a whole series of movies. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Indiana Jones. I knew that was going to be in your top five. I love Indiana Jones. Yeah, I knew that was going to be in your top five. You know why I love Indiana Jones? I love Harrison Ford. That's the only reason you watch Star well, Wars, too. And, yeah, and I also love Sean Connery, mm. you know, in the James Bond movies. But I, the James Bond movies are, I don't know, take it or leave it. But Sean Connery, the way he acted yeah. in uh, Indiana Jones movies, 
That's that's cool. I love that. <laughs> I like a movie that's entertaining and fun. Didn't you stay up a few night a few weeks ago all night watching all the Indiana Jones movies? Yeah, I did, <laughs> and I also watched just recently all the National Treasure movies. Oh, you love those too. Is that on your list? <laughs> no, I, but it's long. It should the be same, an honorable mention. It, it's, it's along the same lines. You it's, love those movies too. Yeah, I do. All right, so that was your number four, right? Yep. My number four, Inception. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Well, it's, it's got Leonardo DiCaprio in it and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Tom Hardy. You've never well, seen maybe it. maybe I have. What's that about? Well, here's the synopsis. Dom Cobb is a thief with the rare ability to enter dreams and steal people's secrets from their subconscious. His skill has cost him almost everything he loves. Cobb gets a chance at redemption when he is offered an impossible task, plant an idea in someone's mind. If he succeeds, then it will be the perfect crime. But a dangerous enemy anticipates Cobb's every move. Have you seen that movie where they like go into people's dreams? I, I don't think I have. It sounds it's a, little, a very confusing movie. Yeah, it sounds the boring. first time I watched it, I had no idea. Yeah, you know, I don't on. like movies that I have to pay real close attention oh, you have to. to. I've I've watched this movie like seventeen times, and I still don't know what's going on at the end. Boring. No, it's it's it messes with my mind, and that's why yeah, I love well. it. All right, that's your number four. Yep. Terrible pick. <laughs> All right, my <laughs> number. A lot of people love that movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. On to number three. All right, here we are. My number three best movie of all time yeah. is also a series. Oh, God. But it's the first one <laughs> that's the best. Your top five is like top 15. Well, it's the first two that are the best. You know what it is? No. Bum, 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 bum. Rocky. Rocky. See? I, just like Jaws theme, the Rocky theme sticks with everyone. Yeah. How can you not like Rocky? I do love that song, Gonna Fly Now. Yeah. Gonna Fly Now. Don't sing it. Yeah, we're going to get copyright struck. People are going to like turn us off. I could play yeah, it on the my Rocky trumpet. movies, the way he's fighting and oh man. They are good movies. Back. I love Adrian. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, that's my number three. All right. I don't I, have a synopsis. Oh, you gave a pretty good synopsis with your Adrian. <laughs> that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. All right, my number three. And bloody, you know, it's, it, that was like the first, the 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 first couple Rocky movies was like, what's that modern fighting that you that you sometimes watch on TV? Oh, MMA, get, which is gross because they're just you like it, pounding everybody and it's all blood and it's just it's terrible. Exciting, but the first Rocky movies were like that. Those guys p- pounding each other. It was rushing. But anyway, all right, I must destroy you or I must kill you. How do you say that? I don't the remember. Rusher? I don't remember. All right, my number three. You've been listing all classic movies. Yeah. My number three is a classic. Okay, what is it? You're going to know it. Wizard of Oz. No. Okay. Forrest Gump. Well, Forrest Gump, that's a good one. It's grandma's favorite movie. Life is like a box of chocolates. You never never know know what what you're you're going to get. Yeah. Okay, so for cast, I just put down Tom Hanks. You know know what I liked the most about that movie? What? When he's running and running. running. (laughs) His beard gets longer and longer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You want to listen to the synopsis of this? I thought it was a pretty good synopsis. Slow witted Forrest Gump has never thought of himself as disadvantaged and Boiled. leads anything but a restricted life. Boiled shrimp. Yeah. Shrimp gumbo. <laughs> barbecue shrimp. <laughs> Whether becoming a college football star, fighting in Vietnam, or captaining a shrimp boat, Forrest inspires people with his childlike optimism. Isn't that a good synopsis? Yeah. And then he he became a ping pong star, and he played against the Chinese. And what was the guy that was with him? Yeah, Captain wait, Dan. Captain Dan. Yeah, that was a good movie. Or was it Sergeant Dan? I don't remember. I no, Captain Dan. Well, that was Captain when he was on the boat. Oh yeah, I don't know. 
I think it was Sergeant Dan, Maybe. wasn't it? Yeah. He was bitter. Yeah. But at the end, he wasn't. He found God, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Well, my number two movie of all times is also, well, it's part one. There's one and there's two parts. How do I say <laughs> Easy it? for you to say. There's first movie and the second movie. And the, there's and, a sequel. Yeah, sequel. And I think the first one was better, but I like the second one too. Yeah. And that's one of your favorite actors. It's an Adam Sandler movie. Grown Ups. I almost put that on my I love mentions. I like movies that are funny, and that was a funny movie. Yeah. Had a lot of funny lines in that movie. I almost put that Remember on my they cut the dog's tongue? It sounds like it was like a turkey. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that movie bark. so long. It's such a good movie. I love that movie. Yeah, that's funny. All right, you want to know my number so two movie? If you haven't seen Grown Ups, you got to watch that. That's good. It's one of my wa- favorite Adam Sandler movies. I want to watch that again. Okay. You want to hear my number two? Yep. The Dark Knight. Oh my God, that's terrible. This is a lot of people's favorite movie of all time. And it's, I, must I be watch old. it over and over and over. I've seen it a couple times. I just, I didn't. The cast, Christian Bale, he plays Batman. I, I understand it's a good cast. And Heath Ledger does the best Joker of all time. Yeah, I understand that. The synopsis is Batman has been able to keep a tight lid on crime in Gotham, but when a vile criminal calling himself Joker suddenly throws the town into chaos, Batman begins to tread a fine line between heroism and vigilantism. TJ, you know the Batman I liked was on Commander Tom after school. Batman, no, 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 no. The Dark Knight was the best Batman of all time. The cartoon Batman. That's the Dark Knight. Could be considered one of the best movies of all time, let alone uh, the best like superhero movie. Yeah. Okay. You right. can't tell me Heath Ledger's Joker wasn't the, like the best Joker you've ever seen. Yeah, I guess so. But I like the cartoon Batman better. Fair enough. <laughs> I do like, and all it was Batman really stupid. Movies, I watch those old Batman cartoons. I, I still really watch them. I still like them though. The old cartoon movies. Yeah, they're kind of stupid. I still kind of like them though. Yeah, they are kinda stupid, like, but like the I old Superman like movies. Yeah. Well, I think our number one's the same. You know, we didn't have Star Wars on our list. No, we didn't. Star Wars is overrated. I never was a big. Uh, you didn't dress up going to the movie premieres back in the what was the 70s? other? What was the other thing? Uh, Star Trek. I never was a Trekkie. <laughs> Why do they do that? Like that? That I don't know what they do. <laughs> anyway, my number one movie. It's the same of all as mine. Time. I you guarantee so? it. Yes. Christmas Vacation Christmas with vacation. Chevy Chase. Yeah. <laughs> the we, funniest we quote, movie. The reason that it's our favorite movie is because we quote it to each other all year, every year. It's awesome. There are so many funny lines in that movie. You want to know the synopsis for it? Well, go ahead. Read your synopsis. As the holidays approach, Clark Griswold wants to have a perfect family Christmas. Oh, you've guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> However, things go awry very quickly. Oh, no, he just knows him to the trash. <laughs> his hick cousin, Eddie, and his family show up unplanned and start living in their camper on the Griswold's property. Even worse, Clark's employers cancel the holiday bonus he needs. <laughs> yeah, we quote that movie to each other all There's year. There's so now. many fuzz funny lines in that. I, I'm, let's go watch that tonight. <laughs> okay. You want to go watch yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. You know, Dad will say something to me, and instead of just saying no, I'll be like, No. No, I'm sure he's just nosing through the trash. Yeah, there's other National Lampoon movies that are also like Wally World and some of those other yeah, ones. Just Family Vacation, European Vacation. Yeah, but Christmas Vacation is the best. Yeah, because of Cousin Eddie. Yeah, and it's got the funniest lines in it too. Oh, there's so many funny lines. 
like my favorite part in the entire movie is when they're trying to get Aunt Bethany to say the blessing for their dinner. They want you to say the blessing. She, he goes, they want you to say grace. And she goes, oh, grace, she died 20 years, years ago. ago. <laughs> and then she, and then, <laughs> and then he goes, the blessing. <laughs> what about when he smokes a cigar and burns up the Christmas oh, tree? There's so many funny movies, moments in that movie. So listen, hey, let us know your favorite movie. I'm sure you don't agree with us. <laughs> I don't hey, think very many if, people's favorite movie is Christmas Vacation. Well, hey, let us know. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned next week to find out about the sovereignty of God, what that really means. The whole purpose of all of our podcast is to get you to understand and know and get you to a better relationship with God because he loves you and he wants to bless you and make your life better. And if you liked us, enjoyed us doing these lists, they are top, we could do top TV shows. We could do favorite yeah, do music. Top TV shows. We could do bands. We could do all sorts of stuff, you yeah. know? We could so do if, some food comparisons. We, 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 if you have any suggestions for any fun, interesting little things we can do, if you enjoyed this, please let us know. We love hearing your feedback, and it helps us out a lot. So make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Check us out on all the platforms we're available on. Where are we available? Everywhere podcasts are available, pretty much. Stop doing that. And we're on YouTube. We're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're all over the place. If you want to see all of our platforms that we're on, go to our Anchor account, anchor.fm slash Reborn Report. And as soon as this coronavirus thing is a little bit more over and we can get back to socializations with other people, we want to have some uh, special guest appearance. We've got some ideas in mind to bring in some people. Dad's got a lot of interesting friends that we'd like to have on. <laughs> so thanks for watching, and we'll see you guys all next week. Make sure you subscribe. Thank okay. you, guys. Bye. See ya. Bye.